Welcome back to the podcast, episode number two. We're reading Matthew 6, verse 19, Treasures in Heaven. If you have your Bibles, follow along with us. I feel like we should introduce ourselves so they recognize our voice. Oh yeah, we got two different people today. There's five of us in total. Who we got? Hi, my name is Hong. Are we using uh, nicknames or? No. Oh. Did I use a nickname? <laughs> <laughs> Push a T. <laughs> Push a T. Alright, well, I'll Rush be a Push a T today. Rush right, a T. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. It's our second one, so you should probably always introduce yourself. So, uh, hi guys, my name's Abdul. My name is Felix. My name's Josh. And, yeah, we're so we're reading Matthew 6, right? Mm-hmm. Like halfway, what, verse 16. Yeah. 16. 19, 19. Our last episode, we talked about prayer and we're discussing about different prayer, ways to pray. Fasting. Oh, the fridge. Shit. Oh, it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just uh, turn the thing on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Verse 19. I read here. Treasures in heaven. Do not store up here. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But store for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, where your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Do not worry. I'll stop there and just stop after every... Section. Okay. What does it mean that either you will hate the one and love the other, or devoted to the one and despise the other? Isn't that the same thing? I think uh, in the Greek language, the word hate actually is what I've been told. Like, actually means to put less of, not to actually like despise. Mm-hmm. Like, like, when I say I hate you, that. In our culture, it means more like angry, despised way. Is it is it like how nowadays people say "I love you" and it means like nothing? No, it's like just... like when like uh, you know like like girls like when they're young, they're always just like "Oh, I love you," like <laughs> <laughs> "Love you." <laughs> yeah, it's actually like the definition of the word hate in the Greek language. It actually means just to put less of. Yeah, in the Bible, there's a verse that says hate your family or something like that like hate your father your mother damn but really it's it's saying like don't put them above God you got like half of that right like (laughs) 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 yeah a lot of people read through that and they're like what that doesn't that's like not love but the like a lot of things are lost in translation you're not actually supposed to hate like what your what the world says hate is right now 
that meaning. You're not supposed to actually hate your family. Yeah, I think what God is trying to say is that you gotta put God first over everything. Yeah. Why does it refer to specifically money? I don't know, talking about treasures and stuff. I think I think you gotta take into uh, account the time period that this was mm-hmm. said at, right? It could have been at a time period where um, that's all their focus was, and um, Jesus was trying to correct or just trying to make like uh, a statement like mm-hmm. you know most of you guys are killing yourselves by just going out and grinding like modern modern terms grinding and and that's all you do um, but you're not really you know uh, putting God first mm-hmm. um, and ultimately it's it's killing you right um, so I think um, a lot of that is just to kind of like separate the two um, and get people to understand or see it from a different perspective mm-hmm. um, yeah. it could be like the people he was talking to too right yeah. who is he talking to us? I think he's still on the mount and then just talking to the general public mm-hmm. I mean there's definitely is there Pharisees there? probably but even what you said could be lost in translation because you said grinding and like my younger generation I immediately thought about dancing <laughs> but you're thinking about working right yeah the the hustle the grind yeah you know people people uh, kill themselves mm-hmm. over that they like live and die by I mean it's still pretty money still pretty relevant today yeah mm-hmm. a lot of these things are super relevant how many years has ago has that been? Like two thousand. But like, <laughs> 2000, that, that, 2000. like you could at the end of that, it says you cannot serve both God and money. Um, I think that you can remove money and put like anything else. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be specific to that only. Yeah, yeah. you cannot mm-hmm. serve both God and video games. You know, whatever, whatever that may be for someone. It's just like earlier in the in the scripture, he was saying like polar opposites. Like, um, if your eyes are good, then uh, your body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your body will be full of darkness. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like good and bad, light and dark, and then it's a what God if you have money. both. Both. I'm gonna put on do not disturb. Okay. Yeah. So is it still is it still that like you're fully bad then? I think what? if you have both good and bad. Well you can't it says no one can serve two you masters. Serve two Either no. you will hate one or love the other. Mm. It's, it's like it's like impossible to serve two masters. Or like when you serve you can't serve light and dark. It's also like just pulling away from your energy, right? Like if you're invested into something 100%, you're like guaranteed to to gain success in that field. 
mm-hmm. whereas if you're like stretching yourself like into multiple different areas then you're kind of wasting your energy in a way because you're not giving everything your 100% feel like I can relate to that I think it's like it's hard to because like no one's perfect like we all have like darkness in us but I think it also it just matters like where we're facing like Mm -hmm. are we turned towards God or are we turned towards evil because like even evil people have some good in them too Mm where 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 um how would you guys um what do you guys think it means by treasures in heaven? I think that's a good place to, uh, yeah, to, yeah. To, to, to clarify that up, right? What does that mean? Yeah, how do you store it up? Well, when they speak of treasures, it's usually your talents, no? Is that... I think it could be. I think of just, like, doing good, and God will be blessing you for that good that only maybe that only he sees yeah it's that understanding that we're not we're not just earthly beings right there's like a there's a heaven that we strive for like the, like the way I see treasures is um, I view it at, I can also interchange that word with deposits mm-hmm. right do not store up for yourselves deposits on earth where moths and vermin destroy. Like someone can actually go in and, and take that away uh, where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves deposits in heaven. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So your actions um, and what you do, you're depositing something in heaven. Um, and when you deposit something, you're contributing to mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like unseen by others. Where, yeah. like they can't touch it or destroy yeah. it. When your 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 deposit and your contributions to heaven, no one can take that away, right? But if you, uh, let's say you build something here on earth, someone can come by and actually, you know, take that from you. Mm-hmm. But your deposits and your contributions to heaven, no one can ever do anything about it. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be, also. Right, your, de- mm-hmm. your de- deposit is in heaven. Your heart is going to be ge- aligned and geared towards um, to heaven mm-hmm. as well. That's like that's kind of like how I view it. Yeah, I feel like I, you, yeah, you oh, will. Sorry, <laughs> I feel like uh, it, like the treasures are sort of like um, accomplishments or accolades. I guess like like I know you're not supposed to be counting all the good deeds you do. And, like, people do a lot of good deeds unconsciously just because, like, they're good people. But, like, I feel like the treasures are those good deeds. And, like, like the more that you do them, like, I guess, like, like it sort of, like, builds you up. Like, like your like, spirit. Like, yeah, your spirit, in a way. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, you're not supposed to count it. Like, Yeah. Well, I mean, it will do good to your spirit. I don't, like, not counting it, though, but, like, just doing it. Yeah. Like, like you could be, like, that person that, like, brightens up someone's day without knowing it. Mm-hmm. And then just, yeah, that, that person's day is so much better just because of that one thing you did, but you don't mm-hmm. even notice, like. Yeah. 
I was like thinking about relating it to I don't know where we read it but I think it was in the last podcast where we were, they were talking about like doing stuff in front of people and doing stuff in private or is it like praying like I feel like praying in private is like storing it up in heaven and then like if you're praying in front of people so you can pray in front of people to show off like it would be like you're storing up treasures on earth because you're praying so they know you're praying you're praying you're praying mm-hmm. so you, they know that you're spiritual but that can go away mm-hmm. like their mm-hmm. image of you but what the stuff that God can see that's just you and him it's just that you can't no one can take that away and just like praying in front of people like that's not there's nothing wrong with that it's just God will see what's in your heart but if you're doing if you're praying in front of people to yeah to flex or whatever then that's just storing it in heaven on earth and uh, uh, did we already read the next line already or did we stop uh, do not worry now we yeah. haven't read that yet okay yeah cause that 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 like reading that part will definitely help clarify it sum up um, the first half of it too but the yeah Mm -hmm. if I want to read that one I can read it okay therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes look at the birds of the air they do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all, of his, in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the fire. Did I read that right? Will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Oh, and therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Uh, easier said than done. It's basically saying, like, don't worry about tomorrow, but like, it's like, it's equivalent to saying, like, oh, all right, like, turn off your anxiety for now, like, <laughs> like mm, yeah. yeah, which. Like, how can you? It's a lot easier understanding, like, who God is, though, right? Yeah. When you have that understanding of God being the ultimate provider, you can... Obviously, it's still hard to trust in God, but when once you have, like, a relationship with God and you build on it, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, it's definitely not, like, an on-and-off switch that we could just take as something we had to work on. Love the fact that this was written like hundreds of years ago. Yeah. But people are still dealing with the same problems today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Worrying about what to eat, what to drink, what to wear, what to wear. Like 
how to provide. Those are like daily struggles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and going on for years. Yeah, uh, like reading, like if you just read the 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 first part that we read, um, it's hard to kind of um, see what like the context of it. But when I read the second um, half of it. Um, you can kind of almost imagine yourself being there and like everyone's asking like yo what are we gonna eat like I, I imagine like they're they're kind of like stranded mm-hmm. they're like they're like out there they they really don't know what we're gonna eat like where we're we gonna like yeah. and then like they're having like kids and stuff like where are we gonna get clothes? Where are we gonna get this? Where we, where where's the shelter gonna be? And everyone's just asking these questions, um, and they don't know where to find the answer. And they're almost like doubters in that moment, and just like, well, if, you know, like words words getting around that uh, Jesus has all the answers. Well, you know, where are all these things? How you know? How can I provide for my my own family? Like I I I traveled three thousand miles. To be here because someone told me that that this Jesus character has all the answers, but when I showed up, <laughs> like there's there's nothing here, right? I think yeah. that's kind of like what I imagined um, that moment to be like, and um, uh, and Jesus came to a point where it's like, listen, you like small-minded people. I don't know. <laughs> I think if, <laughs> if, he, if he was like here today um in this room physically uh, I, f- I feel like he would word it like that like like yeah. look at the birds like they don't they don't like labor or anything but they have everything they need mm-hmm. they don't worry about any of these things yeah. how come you guys like we're all worried about all these things but I think he breaks it down like that but then at the very last line um, he gets like straight to the yeah, yeah thirty two yeah thirty three from thirty three, uh, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Uh, but people want to get all the things first and then glorify. Mm-hmm. In thirty two it says like, mm-hmm. and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Yeah, yeah. he knows that you need to eat. He knows what we need before we even ask. Yeah. There's another verse in the Bible that says that. That before you know what you need, he knows what you need. Yeah, before we even like ask him, like he already knows. Mm-hmm. It's like he he created you, like he knows uh-huh. what what you need in order to live and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's like you're almost like like doubting, like. Don't, like, don't you know like, I need to eat and like yeah. no I got I, I know it's very well I made you mm-hmm. and earlier in Matthew it was like uh, telling us not to test God yeah mm-hmm. and when you ask for those things it's almost like you're testing him like, yeah mm-hmm. where's my food now like came all this way and Um, if you if we put it into a different context, if like no no one's a parent here, right? But if you were a parent and you had a, a, a small baby, it's like you don't and the baby's like complaining. Like, yeah. Don't you know I need to eat? Don't you know I need clothes? Like, of course I know you 
need all these things and I'm going to give it to you. You just don't have a big enough mind to see past this next 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm already <laughs> planning to give you that in the next 45, but you're on, we're only on the 30th minute. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Like crying for help. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just just be patient. Yeah, you know, like the food is cooking on the stove. Yeah, you just you're just too small to see it right now. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like, but yeah, it's a different like a father son relationship. Yeah, right? different mm-hmm. context. So, so God's cooking up something. Yeah, something good. Cooking up something for you, Ooh. but we're sitting at the dinner table and. Complaining. Complaining. Yeah. Like, Where's <laughs> my, my food? I want it now. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of people that would also argue that too, that grow up in uh, really poor families mm-hmm. where they do wait and nothing ends up coming out of it. Mm-hmm. They how are do, waiting at the dinner table. How do you know? Table, how do you know? How do you know? There's poor you t- families out there. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying from experience. I'm saying there's poor families out there that what, but like that, that experience that same thing. That's very subjective too, like, um, like, let's say, you may think that someone in Africa is poor. Like, we may think that because based on the way we live, but they, when you like, when you go to see them, they're some of the most joyous people. I haven't been there, but from what everyone else says, right? And it's from our perspective, saying, oh, they're a poor family and they don't have... Like, man, they actually have everything. They, like, they survive off the bare minimum and they're joyous and... You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's that, too. It's, it's like... It's like the physical and the mental and yeah. the his spiritual bodies. Like maybe their spiritual bodies are a lot more full than ours, and like yeah. we're we're here like complaining like oh I don't really like how this sandwich tastes and like <laughs> not being happy from it. But they're like oh my gosh, I have a, a bowl of rice and they're like enjoyed. Yeah, it's like, I feel like that is more poor how. Mm-hmm. Well, poor. I mean. Uh, or, well, or not, 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 spe- or... not specifically like people in Africa, but like those have just that haven't really been growing up in like the right environment, I guess. Like yeah, people that have like... experienced like a lot of like struggles, like like in terms of like maybe yeah. their parents weren't there for them. Maybe uh, they had to actually grow up for themselves, and like like they'd have to make their own food. Like those are. So like just less like. less fortunate circumstances. Yeah. And uh, these are some of the people that need to uh, uh, read this verse. Yeah. Yeah. Do not worry. That need not to worry about what they're gonna eat, but instead put their focus on searching God's kingdom and His righteousness. Right. Yeah, but I can only imagine how much harder it is for them to right. be faithful when they have to they have that independent mindset of like like I'm not gonna depend on God I'm gonna depend on myself like you know if I want to make this like if I want to make it you know what I mean yeah that'll only keep them in that position though I feel yeah yeah the bigger the battle the bigger the faith is they have nothing else to lose, right? Yeah. Well, some of them actually just go crazy, like. Yeah. 
think about this verse. Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Is that like... Because sometimes when we worry, we try to like add more to like our life. I, I think about like... Like if you're in a situation that's very stressful like that. Like is worrying really going to help the situation? Like, are you really going to solve it by by twisting your mind over it? Oh, it's like it's like a waste of time. Yeah, it's like a waste of yeah spiritual energy. <laughs> like you're not adding anything to the situation by worrying about it. Right. You're just like making it worse. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're about to don't die. waste time. <laughs> yeah, it's like a waste of time if you're worrying. It's like sitting I'm around, sitting around and worrying about. Uh, let's say in their time, sitting down, sitting around and worrying about like, yo, what am I gonna eat? Instead of like, just going and getting your hunting on, mm-hmm. or start farming or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. why don't you just just do it? Like, mm-hmm. don't worry. Mm-hmm. A more like literal yeah. thing would be like, if someone was going to like, if you're like on death row or something. Like, if you're just going to spend your whole time worrying the whole time about dying, are you going to, like, add any hours to your life by doing that? (laughs) (laughs) True. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Mm -hmm. You know, like, always worried about the next day. Yeah. I planned my day the night before. Mm -hmm. Is that bad to do? It's not planning. You can't worry about about it, though. As long as it's like, Mm -hmm. well, I hope this doesn't happen. Or, yeah, I'll help uh, to do this, you know? Or, hope this person doesn't piss me off. Like, worrying Mm -hmm. about stuff like that, it's not going to help. Because most of the time, in the moment, it's not what you expect, right? And I I, I know that for sure. Because I'm a a barber, and I look at everyone's name. I'm not saying I hate anyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I don't know it's just like certain things I look at my schedule ahead of time because people book ahead of time and then I'm like oh I'm going to be really busy around this time and oh, then it just that's me it adds, it adds worry to my life but it shouldn't I feel like most people dread like going to work right yeah that's like the biggest when, like when like Monday comes worry. around, yeah, and they like spend all their time like stressing about Monday when on Saturday and Sunday they could be doing something to get them out of that routine. Yeah, and they could just yet yeah, be enjoying the moment of the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Like having the day off, like relax, chill, clear your mind, but they're like worried about what's to come. Yeah, that, that's why I think it's important to really be doing like what you love or like mm-hmm. some some sort of step towards that. Like, like even like the job I'm doing right now, I sort of I feel like it's a stepping stone. So I mean, I sort of act in a way as if like I am in my career right now. Like, mm-hmm. like handle things like the best way I possibly could. Yeah, at least I tried. Like that sort of deal. Like every day in the moment. Yeah, right? and like I'm doing what I love, and time flies. Mm-hmm. Like some shifts feel like it's like two hours long because like, like days were so amazing. Mm-hmm. 
the fact that he's like comparing like the birds and flowers like such little things of this world yeah and then us as humans are like one of the most powerful and i think we are the most powerful being on the earth mm-hmm. and it's like how can you compare yourself to like try to dress all pretty like a flower and worry about eating when there's birds who like get fed I remember the first time I was uh, reading through this paragraph when I said, like, do not worry about your clothes. I was like, oof. I worry about my clothes. But I think it's coming from a viewpoint of, like, not actually having clothes to wear. I know I shouldn't, like, worry too much about, like, the clothes that I wear. But, um... I think... Because at the end it talks about, like how like God provides for the the birds and the uh, flowers and stuff like we don't really have to worry but I don't think it's directed like worrying about like oh I want to like look nice type of thing I think it's more so the Will fact I of have not having it? yeah but really you shouldn't worry about that stuff either Honestly, I can really, I just keep picturing the whole verse 27, like, can any of you, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Because there's so many people that worry, that lose sleep, because yeah. they're worrying, and I can admit, like, I'm one of those people. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I am too. Yeah, like, probably a lot of, like, most people probably have experienced it, like, just last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like checking the Instagram feed. I was like, I need to hit, like, <laughs> I need to hit seventy likes on this post. I can't be the one with like the least amount. Oh, you, know, you beat the least amount. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Social media is one of like the worst for that oh, too. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. like, like man. I hope, I hope I get this many followers today or this many <laughs> likes, and just like, okay, I'll wake up and. This is the goal. <laughs> like, yeah, people lose sleep over things they shouldn't. Yeah. But like so, some, like it's for like something big in their life, like maybe like an interview or like yeah. a test. Yeah. But I guess you can't really change it. You can't change the outcome because mm-hmm. it's already happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, should you spend time worrying about it or should you just spend time like practicing your interview skills or like studying for the mm-hmm. test? I guess. Mm-hmm. Like going to sleep like worried, like, oh, I really hope I'm ready for this. Like, just don't do that and just go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. But easier said than done. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this whole thing I feel like is just easier said than said than done. It's a good reminder. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you build yeah. on it, right? Yeah. I think it's also a reminder that like it's possible. It is possible. Like, yeah. there's, like, a piece that can come from this, like, reading from these sure. words. As soon as, like, a worrying idea comes up, you might remember this now, mm-hmm. right? So, like, right away, I you... Won't re- I won't worry about it. Yeah. Because yeah. when it happens, it happens. When it happens, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, what Hong was saying, too. Like, like the whole don't have a small mind. Mm-hmm. Like, like, look at the bigger picture. 
like when you yeah. go through your life you come across these situations and like by the end of them you you kind of feel like you've like grown from them right. so like why why should we worry when we're actually like refining ourselves through these situations yeah but like is it bad that some people uh don't have like really low standards or set the bar really low so that they don't get disappointed is that bad then to set the bar low yeah because like you're always preparing for the worst but like is that always good i kind of do that when i go to a smash bros tournament i'm like well i'm gonna lose all my games and then if i win well i'm like yes <laughs> but i think it's better if i just were to not think about it at all yeah like save that room for, yeah save that save that mind space for something else yeah the, yeah, the reason why they put the bar low is because they're worrying about it right mm-hmm. Like, but like really? they they won't be as disappointed if it does go bad yeah. but like they also would Maybe. be really happy so I guess like they're not really preparing for it or like yeah. do they pretend to because they have the bar so low I don't know what if you set the bar low and then it be and then it, in real life it becomes lower <laughs> <laughs> then you're fucked <laughs> <laughs> oh whoops <laughs> 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 well, I mean, it could be like real. It's just the word. Yeah, yeah. You'll <clears throat> um, be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, you're really disappointed. I mean, you just have no expectations, realistically. Like, yeah, I'm gonna fail the test. Oh, wait, I got a really, really bad one. <laughs> when I think of that, it's like it makes me remind myself of the one chapter where it's about God gave us talents and. The two other guys used those talents to multiply them, mm-hmm. where the other guy was scared or yeah. like felt like he didn't have enough, yeah. so he just yeah. hit it. Yeah, he hit it's it. It's like setting the bar low, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't have that potential to reach that, so let me just shy away so I don't lose what I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So. Like, I think that's what makes me really competitive because <laughs> I think I'm still trying to find stuff I'm good at and like whenever I do find something like I get really competitive mm-hmm. like even when I'm, like I gamed a lot it was like alright competitive <laughs> I might be good <laughs> uh-huh. oh nice But then again, a lot of people are shy. Yeah. Yeah, they do do that. They hide their talents. People are shy, but maybe it's because they're also worried a little bit. Because I remember being shy when I was little and like not saying anything. I don't know if that was just like me or I was just like too afraid to talk. But now I'm not like that completely. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like sometimes you think it's like maybe just their personality trait, like that they're like worried. But no, I think, yeah, it's because they have little faith and they shy away from risk. Because mm-hmm. it's like if I lose this one, I'm never gonna get another one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. and that's ultimately uh, they're afraid to put themselves on the line, right? Because they don't have the faith required or necessary in order to 
you know, double that talent up, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I'm just going to hold on to what I have so tight that no one can take it away from me and then do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Just like, you just, I keep thinking about like my mindset for these tournament things. And like in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm here to have fun. Like, I'm not trying to, I don't think I'm going to win the whole thing or anything, but is that bad? Can you sort of apply that to like a uh, relationship thing? Because people, they have so much dignity, but like when they shoot their shot, like they can't even do it because like they get so scared. Like, oh, like what if she rejects me or what if he rejects me? It's yeah, just, you can't be afraid of that rejection, I guess. Yeah. Like accept it. And, and like you have so much potential to be like a good person or like be a good fit for them. But like it's just that initial like they might reject you sort of thing well if you never shoot your shot you'll always wonder what if yeah but like a lot of, like just being scared of it could hinder like what you could possibly do yeah. like you could be this really cool funny guy but like you being so scared makes you not look as appealing I guess you're like not yourself yeah cause you're worried yeah you're really shy. I think if you get over that rejection, you, you become a more confident person. And, like, if I were too scared to go to the tournaments, I wouldn't be getting the practice room tournaments. <laughs> just, like, over time, if you just keep going at it, even if you fail, you at least you, have an, you know that you're getting better each time. I don't know. I guess you just gotta do it, Nike. <laughs> and that's what we're ending off. <laughs> I think we should uh, provide a little summary. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who's kind of confused or lost through that all, we're all like learning in this experience, by the way, guys. Yeah. Just listening. We don't have all the answers. We might have said some things that. Speak for yourself, homie. Okay. <laughs> Some of us actually know everything. I know everything. I think to I think to I think to sum it up, um, stop worrying so much. Mm-hmm. You know, things will happen. You know, you put your effort out there, things will happen. Um, because worrying will actually steal um, part of your life away. Yeah. Yes. Your potential. Yeah. Don't worry about failing or embarrassing yourself because the more you do it, the more you don't care about it, and then the more freer you can be. But once you just like get over that fear of rejection or whatever, just you'll come out better in the end. So do it. Just do it. Just do it. And don't serve two masters. I think that's another key takeaway point that don't stretch yourself by focusing on uh, two masters mm-hmm. yes right yeah you can't truly serve one if you're also trying to serve the other at low key actually I have like a new insight but I don't maybe we can talk about it next time yeah we'll do that I won't bring up any new new ideas <laughs> but when is next time when are you going to be here next time 
Uh, I don't know. Next Monday, well, next Tuesday, whenever next time is. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned, guys, because our next subjects will be judging others, ask, seek, and knock. Oof. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, stay tuned next week. We're going to release another video or a podcast. And enjoy your day. Goodbye.